following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Cowboys! This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Hand off, Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry, sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. And now your hosts, Isaiah Stanback. Heckma Harrison, Rob Phillips, and Kyle Yeomans. It is a Say It With Your Chest Friday here on Talking Cowboys, presented by Tostitos, helping fans get in on the game and our favorite chip and our favorite dip of Talking Cowboys. Welcome in, everybody, to the SWBC studios at the Star in Frisco. We've got Chris Beam running this ship today, and we've got... Rob Phillips, Heckma Harrison. Chris Beam running what? The ship. Oh. There's a P at the end there. Oh, I was like, wow. <laughs> yep, <laughs> nope, there's we a P. We're talking to Mike Heckma. All right, we're going to do it. We're going to do it today. Heckma was so shocked he forgot his mic was there. <laughs> nah, man. I... <laughs> he, go, he looks right up at me and he goes, wait a second. <laughs> ship. I mean, we are on the internet, but All right. I'm still, we're a family-oriented show. <laughs> we'll we're say it with our chest for real. We're really saying it with our chest. Isaiah, stand back here with us Hi, as guys. well. Hey, buddy. How are you? Good to see you guys. Swell today? Yeah, I'm good. He's always swell. <laughs> Look at the arms. Look at the short sleeve. He had to wear the short sleeve today to show off the guns. Nah, just Put a, us all to shame. a little throwback for y'all today. What's it? New, new, new beeper? Who dis? Yeah, who dis? Do you still, when, when was the last time you owned a beeper? I never had Currently? one. Never had one. I was always jealous of everybody. I was envious of those who had a beeper because I didn't, my family didn't have money to have one. You know what I did have, though? You, you were a little past that, though, right? No. Heck no. How old are you? 33? No. 37. 30, okay. Yeah. Well, maybe not. Thanks. For what, was the year, what was the year <laughs> of the beeper? What was that realm? Well, I'm 40. Super early 90s. Yeah. Like mid-90s, I had one. Like mm-hmm. 94, 95. Yeah. But you had to go to a pay phone most times. Yes. To get call beeped. somebody back. Yeah. Really? Yeah. When's the last time you saw a pay phone? I about this zero about what a beeper is. Have I don't ever, even know what it is. Have you ever used a pay phone? Uh, no. I went to my I went with my dad one time when I was a kid to use a payphone. That was it. Yeah. I've I've never used one, so myself anyways. The payphone in my in my neighborhood, the cord was cut. It was just literally just a phone. <laughs> yeah, the payphone in my neighborhood, you didn't even put your face yeah, up to no, it. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh-uh, uh-uh. That was, that was COVID before COVID right there. <laughs> you, you didn't if you didn't know what COVID looked like, that was it. Right? <laughs> that was the social distance. You knew not before. to put your face on that phone. God. <laughs> Sometimes, man, the, the generational divide between Kyle, it just it appears at the wrong time. It's it's, it's, it does. It really does. It's really so, incredible. It really like, is. It, it, like, never seen a beeper. Like, it's just like, dude, yeah. Well, you said mid-90s, and I was born in the late 90s. Jeez. Do you know what a Skytail pager is? Oh, dude, I've never heard those two words Jesus. in my life. <laughs> that was like Montel, Montel Jordan, man. <sighs> This, this is, is how, how we do. do oh, okay. It. I, I mean, I know the song. <laughs> he got out, he got out the car and he had the he had the sky tail. The sky tail was a really nice. Beat. That's when like, that's when you balled. Yeah, that's when you was balling. Yeah, you had the sky tail. You and was killing they, them. Yeah. Then they came out with like <laughs> with like the the bootleg version for everybody who didn't have sky tail money. And they came out with the uh, what was it the the sidekick. Sidekick. Side I've heard. Kick. I think yeah. I've heard about the yeah. sidekick. Sidekick side side was fire. You used to just was. open your phone <laughs> just to check the time. Just. <laughs> Yeah. It was there. Yeah, so you would hold yeah. it like this, and you would flick your finger, and the screen would flip up. It was amazing. <laughs> yeah, you felt like a awesome. badass. This is when text messages thing. first started. Yeah. Skytail was like. There was a keyboard underneath yeah. that. Yes. Yeah. 
it was, inter- it was an introduction to texting. Like texting, yeah. they used to charge you per text. Per text, I was a part of that. Like, oh, you okay, that you was born early side. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Early, don't remember early it. Side. My dad told me about it. Yep, I yeah. remember playing like Snake on my dad's Nokia phone. Whenever, oh, we your dad had a had a. Oh, he had one of those like indestructible snake ones that's still like somewhere. Snake. Yeah, and he like he had the, the snake, snake game on. It. Did he have a BlackBerry too? No, he never had the BlackBerry. He never got chirped, huh? No, I go back. I go all the way back to the brick. To the brick cell phone, man. Yeah, car phone. That's yeah. Deion Sanders style. The only thing that makes me feel young is Mickey Spagnola. Oh Jesus! In oh, a lot of ways, goodness. I love Mickey. But he he <laughs> used to go on road games. Cowboys playing at New York. We'll talk about the Cowboys, I guess, today. I don't Some know. point. But he used to have to dictate his game story over the phone to the desk back at the paper back home. Wow. There was no email. There wasn't wow. any, he had to just read his story off of what I said. Not even the typewriter. typewriter. Huh? I, I, he probably had the typewriter going, but he couldn't send it to So anybody. you don't know the pain of having to write a paper on a typewriter. No. I never used the there, typewriter. There is no mistake. There's no room for error. So that's why we're so tough on guys around these parts. Because back then, you couldn't have any mistakes. There was no white out. Yeah, white out was your mistake. You didn't, white you didn't, out. And then you, had a, then you had to use the right fine tip pen and make sure that you drew in the same font as the rest of the paper. Otherwise, it would stand out. Surgical. You know? Nope. Surgical. Microsoft board. Word was already a thing by the time I was yeah. the papers. Spoiled. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just so no damn doubt. spoiled. It's, My it's God, so easy. You don't even know about the colored Mac, <laughs> Macintoshes. The colored ones with the big. With uh, my the big grandpa. Back? My grandpa had like an orange one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I know. I know what that looks like. <laughs> my grandpa least. had one. <laughs> See, by the, by the time by the time my grandpa already had it, I already knew that it was outdated. So that I mean that shows you. you never used a floppy disk then. I did use a floppy disk. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Did you, you, you played the Oregon Trail? No, I did, but like later, a, ver- a vintage version of it. Where in the world Carmen Santiago? Remember that game? Yes, I loved that oh, game. Love Gosh. That game. I might have had a crush on her. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Same. <laughs> Same. Yes. So she dressed, she yes. dressed really she well. Like, no, oh, she? yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> com- her confidence was on the <laughs> If you want to get more countries, you had to Come buy on. more floppy disks. Come on, bro. It was Carmen San Diego and Jessica Rabbit. That's, right. That's not. No, you gotta stop, man. The real problem. I knew Rob P and I were yeah, out of Well, oh, if, you've, if you've decided to stick around with us for the first seven minutes of the show, first off, thank you. We are your friends. Rob, any news and notes I got, out I got of yesterday? Real problems, um, for the Cowboys? You mean yeah. Cowboys talk? Yeah, no, no, no Flyers <laughs> talk. Ah, uh, Tony Pollard got back into practice yesterday <laughs> on a limited basis. They did not practice in pads, but it was a normal Thursday in terms of their workload. So that's encouraging for, uh, what the <laughs> for Thursday. <laughs> Love that drop. Love that drop. That's, well, that's, that's encouraging. That's, you know, that's a step forward Then I don't know if I anticipated even after talking or hearing what Mike McCarthy had to say, talking with Stephen Jones, I don't know if I anticipated Pollard to get into even a limited version of practice this week. So how much confidence does this give you in the fact that he could be available on Sunday? I think it. Yeah, I think again, I think they're they're cautiously optimistic. Um, the one the one guy that that jumped out on the injury report that you don't like to see is Demarcus Lawrence. Had a he was limited with a uh, foot with a foot. That you know, you come back from a foot injury, so mm. keep an eye on that. It doesn't sound like I don't think it's anything to to really have concern about this week, but we'll see. Mm. How does everything change now that they've gone back into protocols uh, from from a team building standpoint? Uh, does that change like for you guys how you interview players and, and all of that? No, um, you know they've got us. It's either inside or outside 
players are roped off at the podium. Okay. So, so we keep our distance, have the masks on. That hasn't changed. Yeah. Okay. Um, and, and But they have expanded their meeting space. It, it, the Ford Center apparently looks like it did last year. I mean, I feel like we're, we're kind of sliding back Don't into say last that. Don't year. Isn't it weird? With their extended meeting space, and they've set up chairs and stuff like that for that. So they've been trying to do that even before, really before they had that wave Albert, right yeah. after Thanksgiving. So. And now every league, every team in the league is is on notice about extending their protocols. It, it's uh, mm-hmm. it's unfortunate, man. Through week fifteen, right? It's not a permanent change. It's a temporary change because of some of the numbers that are popping up. I mean, look at the Rams, look at the Browns, look at the Washington football team. You are looking across the league and seeing a spike in all of these cases. So their answer to that is let's lock down for a little bit and then we'll try and get back to what we were doing previously right yeah for sure and i mean the cases just keep trickling in like if, if you got notifications like i do on your phone it's either nba or nfl it's something new every hour uh taylor heineke with the washington football team just just uh went on the COVID list so i mean well the man. washington football team is being played i mean if you look at how i think they had 21 that, it, that would make 22 mm-hmm. with him being added to that list so rams rams have 25 i think that's crazy yeah. can't we need to game. check our uh, defense linemen because they were all over him on <laughs> sunday so i want to check them for COVID. yeah good, good point yeah, for sure randy, <laughs> they were randy in the backfield quite a bit randy was camped out with him I mean, parsons was face to face him i remember i liked the the memes that started to to arise with the randy gregory kind of sitting there and they put him on like a picnic mm-hmm. blanket with taylor heineke <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty what funny thinking about uh another <laughs> thing oh what was just, that? Uh, just real quick Kyle Allen's on the reserve COVID mm-hmm. list for Washington, too. So, I mean, Garrett Gilbert might start Let's for go. Washington this week. Oh, uh, what? I didn't even know. Garrett Gilbert might what? Double G was in, in Washington. Wagon? That's a, a Schefter tweet. So, that's, yeah. I thought he was still in New England, but I, I guess too. not. Yeah. No. Good for Garrett. Yeah. Cle- Cleveland's, Cleveland's down to their third quarterback, too. Yeah. Yep. It's ugly. It's tough. What about these teams? I mean, all these teams that, that are in a position to either clinch or competing for a playoff spot and this is happening and the NFL is unwilling or will not waver on canceling any games this year. This has got to be crazy. You just hope, I mean, you never want to see it, but you hope you don't get into the playoffs and, and you get to like Super yeah. Bowl week and this is going on. How can you not? Because you can't back away from the protocols then. I mean, you no, know. they're changing the protocols though. They are. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Allowing. they changed it to allow guys to get back quicker. <laughs> Which, Which makes really little to no sense. <laughs> exactly. I don't want to get too deep into yeah. that because I don't want to get. A that's what I'm saying. They're, they're changing but. it so that guys can come back and play. You're right, and that's because of the need and the necessity to not cancel any games, and it makes it. It's just kind of a delicate balance, and the NFL's having to choose one way or the other. It's all right about now. health. It is, isn't it? <laughs> uh, speaking of health, let's talk about Dak Prescott and what he had to say yesterday. Rob Phillips had a phenomenal article. Go read it on DallasCowboys.com, talking about how. Dak will not call it a slump. Thanks. Thanks. Will not call it a slump. So kind of outline what he said yesterday and, and what he wants going into the week of football. Number one, he said, I'm, I am fully 100% healthy. There you go. And I, looked, I went back and checked it. He has not been on the injury report since the end of Falcons week. Yeah. So you want to uh, November 5th, something like that. And he was full that week, but they just had him on there. So, he, like we talked about during the week, I don't think we can talk about that. And he won't talk about it. So, uh, if he says he's healthy, then he's healthy. Um, he said he didn't say slump. Mm-hmm. I feel like blueprint now slump is like the buzzword in the media now, and I'm guilty of it too. But 
He said, I'm, I'm not in a slump, but I'm not playing my best ball right now. I've got to be better. He owned all of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and look, the stats, the stats show it. But uh, he sounded confident. He sounded confident that he can get it turned around. And, uh, you know, and guys have backed him. Like Zeke said, it takes 11 guys on the field to get it right. It's not just Dak. It's not just one, one part of the offense. Zach Martin said yesterday, we, yes, it's fair to judge us <clears throat> offensive line-wise based off the first seven games we were killing it mm-hmm. as opposed to maybe the last few games. So everybody's owning it, and, and hey, this is an opportunity to get it right starting Sunday. Yeah, you've got four games to figure it out, and it, it's nice to hear Dak Prescott not making excuses. You didn't expect that to happen. Nobody sat here at this table and said, "Up, oh, what is Dak going to say this week? Nobody said that. You knew he was going to take ownership, but what do you need to see on Sunday, Heckma, to know that he has taken that next step into getting back into form? Yeah, I, I really just – the turnovers. Limit your turnovers. Uh, that would be the number one thing. I think for, since Dak came into the league, he hadn't been known as being a turnover machine. Uh, and so, obviously, the sample size that we have, we're judging him based off of that, some of the throws. Uh, and so, getting back in rhythm, in sync – if you would, with the offense is going to be important, especially with the the Giants defense, which I think you'll have some opportunity to do that. Uh, They're tough up front, and I think that our offensive line is obviously going to take this challenge personally, but for the receivers, they have to be better better as well. Catch the ball. Uh, We've had a lot of drops, um, and we talk about tips and overthrows. We hadn't had any interceptions so far based off of that. Well, the overthrows for sure, Uh, but those are just little small things that I want to see him uh, fix, but I think the short passes – uh, it's gonna will work uh, for him, but because defenses are from if you if you've looked at the Cowboys game, these defenses just saying we're not gonna allow you to throw the ball down the field. So middle of the field, I'm looking for him to exploit that. Yeah, I just want to see him get back to being confident. You know, he's not confident, and that's the reality. And when you're not confident at whatever it is that you do for a living, there there's hesitation, and you can't have hesitation in a game that is literally dependent on tens of seconds. That's what's happening with Dak right now. If he's a tenth of a second off, the ball's on the back shoulder instead of the front shoulder, which is then in turn going to turn into a ball being popped up in the air, which then is going to turn into a ball being intercepted. If he releases the ball too high instead of you know pulling it down for that last tenth of a second, and the ball's going to sail in the air and turn into and end up in the hands of Collins. Uh, there's a, there's a lot of things that are happening because of the, his lack there of confidence, and it, to get on track is going to take some some manipulating by Kellen Moore to ensure that, one, we have a running game so that he doesn't feel the pressure of having to be so precise throwing the ball because he is most confident throwing the ball when he is running off of play action. When there's play action, he throws the ball with confidence because it's literally I I execute my my play action fake, I pop my head up, I know exactly where I'm reading, I know exactly what the coverage is pre-snap, post-snap, and I can get the ball there and deliver it without having to hesitate and think. That's what we have to do, but in order to do that, you have to have an effective running game. And that's literally what Amari Cooper said yesterday. He said, I, he was asked, would you like to get the running game going? I think he was like, I would love to, because you get the play action rolling into it. And they both guys, Amari and Dak also, heck, was, was pointing out the red zone on Monday morning, and Dak said it too, like, one of six, you get a couple of those in the end zone, and maybe we're not talking as much about this as we are. Yep. Uh, but that being said, I mean, since the bye week, for the most part, uh, forty to three win, forty three to three win over Atlanta was good, but you know they have not been the same offense as they've been. No, and and I agree with what he said about that, saying that if, if hey, if we would have scored 
twice out of the six. If it was two out of six or three out of six opposed to the one out of six in the red zone, it's probably not as much of a topic this week. You probably feel a lot better about your offense, but that's the difference between winning and losing if your defense doesn't play exceptional football on Sunday. If you didn't have that those extra opportunities from the defense, then all of a sudden you're tied at 20, you're down by four, three or four like it it doesn't work out the same way so that's got to be rectified if you really want to make it work I want to go back to play action though what is what is the percentage on Kellen Moore and the percentage on Dak Prescott to get this offense right if you had to say those two collectively together what would be your percentage of needing to to figure it out this week that's a good question I mean because you can't have one without the other exactly so I guess 50 50 I mean, because if he doesn't call plays that are, you know, that are schemed up properly for the right coverage, then it's not going to work, no matter how good your quarterback play is. If your quarterback quarterback can't execute, you know, because the the play is there, we've seen it, right? Kellen Moore's done a good job of calling up plays. Guys are open. Got to Jack overthrows it. Yeah. It isn't doesn't help either. What what could be the downside of running play action? Because he hasn't done it as much lately. Why would you not? run the play action and try and get it going well, is it just based off of effectiveness yeah i mean if you're, if you're not running the ball the whole the whole ideal behind play action is getting the second level defenders to jump to the line of scrimmage right is getting is getting the defensive linemen out of their pass rush and more so trying to poke, poke their head in holes is getting the linebackers to, to try to jump up one or two steps which opens things up right behind them which is typically when you get guys coming on you yeah. know on, on deep ends and post routes and over routes and all those other type of plays or if you want to get outside the pocket you get Schultz going again most of his passes come from flats yeah, and, and things of that action you know think could go corner route so if you can't get the, can't have those guys respect your run they're not going to be they're not going to be aggressive enough to come up just like I mean I think I showed it on um no I can't talk about that show yet but one of the shows <laughs> that will air here soon when we when we have the running game going, those second level guys are hitting the holes, right, and they're coming up, and because they're trying to stop our run, and then we're able to do the play action. But when we don't have that running game going, you run play action. Those linebackers are like, and we well, you know you're, it, it might as well just be a regular pass play at yeah. that point. We're now dropping back in coverage. It's just wasted because, yeah, You're wasting you're wasting guys. You're wasting a tight end sitting in there blocking for a, half, a second or two. You're wasting a running back coming all the way to the line of scrimmage when he could have just stayed back there in the backfield and had his eyes on, on what may be coming. So it's a wasted play. And that's why it's so imperative to get the running game going because of the way – like exactly what you just said, teams are not honoring it. Mm-hmm. They're not even stepping forward when they see their play action. They, they are basically sh- – Put, splitting their defense into two parts. Mm-hmm. We're saying that the front line is going to stop the run. The back half is going to stop the pass. And play action, be damned. They're just like, whatever. I'm going to stay back here in my deep third of my zone, and I'm going to play it, and I will re, you know, make sure that or, or I will rely on my my front five to stop the ball. And that's why that's you know, the running game is, is, is important. But, you know, Connor Williams coming back to – it's been rumored, or is this rumored? It's no, rumored. Nobody's saying officially that's what's happening. Okay, you know, Mike McCarthy didn't shoot it down yesterday when he was asked about it. He just said, "Well, it's Thursday. I'm not going to get into personnel decisions." Yeah. So there may but. be a change at the left guard position. Let's see if that works. Let's see if that is is something that gets us back uh, to being able to run effectively. Uh, Jerry said at the beginning of the week that Terrence Steele is going to be the left tackle. Mm-hmm. Hadn't heard anything different on yeah. that. So still, here we go again. Uh, a little bit of musical <laughs> chairs going on, and then if it doesn't come out the way we 
we think. I don't know who will point to the fact that, hey, we had a new left tackle and left guard. The lucky side of that is you have had some of your your okay games. I mean, maybe not your best games of the year, but some of those wins along the way with Terrence Steele at the left tackle, Connor Williams at the left guard, and then Lyle Collins at right tackle. You've had that line. You've had that front five previously so you know you can win with those guys and hopefully that's something that does play a factor I kind of want to go back to kind of play calling in motion unless you had something to add there Rob no no I mean we talked about it Monday I mean personally I I think you know I would make that switch at left guard I just think they you know they they looked at the penalties and said we have to do something but they might have sacrificed overall performance at that position the last four games. And I think Connor McGovern, again, I think he's a good young player, but but I think Connor Williams right now to try to get something jump-started, it's definitely something I think they should look at. Whether they do it or not this week, we'll see. We had a really good conversation about that on Monday. So if you want to go back and listen to Monday Talking Cowboys, go do it because there was a lot of stats thrown around, pressures and whatnot, kind of around the, the whole situation there. I think it might have been Tuesday, actually. Yeah, Just listen Tuesday. to both of them, Monday or Tuesday. Uh, <laughs> but I want to go back to the motion and play action. Do you think pre-stat motion could help out with maybe freeing up some of these guys on the underneath routes, even if play action <laughs> isn't working? I think fly sweeps um, off of motions. I think so. Uh, I think literally rights, running the ball with running the wide the ball receiver. with the wide receivers. You don't. I know they're not going to sit Zeke uh, as much as I hate that, and they're probably going to try to get Pollard to play. Mm-hmm. I don't like either one of those things. Right? I'm not going to question the medical staff. I trust them like crazy, but I'm in favor of guys getting healthy. All right, that conversation's done. <laughs> Either e- even if both of those guys are suited up, Zeke's not 100. percent Pollard's not 100. <clears> percent <throat> So are you really being as effective? You know who is 100%? CeeDee Lamb's 100%. Mm. Gallup's 100%. Coop's 100%. All those guys have some wheels. All those guys have wheels. Cedric Wilson's back, yes? Yes. Okay, Cedric Wilson's 100%. All those guys can run. And we have given those guys the ball out of motion in the past. Let's utilize that, get these guys on the edge. We saw exactly how effective Kansas City is. Doing the same type of deal. These guys are they're rolling now. They're back to OKC. These guys find ways to get their guys the ball at the line of scrimmage or behind the line of scrimmage all the time. And it's not always Clyde Edwards Jr. or anybody else that's back there. It's a lot of the receivers that are running this running game. And I feel like Connor Williams can help you out there, right? I mean, his athleticism compared to Connor McGovern, I mean, pulling the guard and putting him out mm-hmm. in front as almost a lead blocker, I feel like actually helps you run that play. Quite often. I think versus New York, the first game that we played in October, it was a lot of Connor Williams and Zach Martin pulling out and yeah. Terrence Steele blocking down. I think they found a way to use Terrence Steele effectively <clears throat> in the running game as well. You know, look, I, I agree with you, Isaiah, when, when you say the, the jet sweeps and things like that will help us get this running game established. But I also think the another caveat to that is going to be still going with screens mm-hmm. to yes. receivers yeah. on that side. Mm-hmm. I think spreading this defense out and making the run from side to side and then breaking that two-man uh, that, that over the top, yeah. um, that's going to be effective. I, I think we a lot of people said the Debo Samuels package for C.D. Lamb. If you spotlight or just moonlight him in that position, okay, that's cool. Yeah. And, but when you talk about Kansas City and the way that they use their wide receiver, like, he's exceptionally fast. He's just a different player yeah, altogether. Like, this is, <laughs> like, he's so different from anything I've ever seen. So yeah. even thinking to use C.D. Lamb that way is like, oh, well, does he have the same kind of speed? Mm-hmm. I just think Whatever we do, we have to get this offense back going and the ground game going as well. I know they tried the little shovel pass to Zeke. It failed. It glad it wasn't a fumble. But little things like that, I think little wrinkles that we're trying in, you know, to get the game, uh, get our running game established is, is important. 
Yeah, they did against New Orleans. Uh, the little screen pa- pass run out to Zeke, 33 yards, get the ball in your hands quickly. Uh, t- a couple tosses to CD last week, and that probably is a product of Pollard not being available um, just to get that speed in space. But, yeah, I'm with you. That's actually our mail- mailbag question today, and I think it could help Dak get in a rhythm too. Yes. Just a little quick short throws. Easy get, throw. just, Yeah, just like you know, just get like in basketball, just get a couple buckets early, you know, yeah. get, you, get your rhythm going. And I feel like that was what – that was a part of the recipe for success early in the year, too. I mean, the underneath of the 10-yard marker was always there. You had open guys, receivers, either Lamb or Cooper and Gallup. I don't know if it was really in the fold at that point yet, but he could do it as well. doesn't matter. Just get somebody in a rhythm, and I think that's what we want to see from the Cowboys heading into Sunday. When we come back, though, here on Talking Cowboys, let's – See who we think is going to get into the rhythm. We give our DraftKings players to watch. We're going to make you some money when we come back here on Talking Cowboys. There's nothing as unique as our eyes, which is why Essilor pioneers ways to make lenses as unique as you. Verilux for super sharp vision, Essential Blue for protection, and Crizal for freedom from glare. Three cutting-edge solutions in a single unique lens. So whatever your needs, insist on Essilor. Visit your local Essilor experts and find the perfect lens for you. See more. Do more. Essilor. New Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. You deserve it. I do deserve that. You deserve decadent flavor without sugar. And a day at the beach without sand getting everywhere. And a relaxing bath that your children don't interrupt. I deserve all that? It's really just a visual metaphor for Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. Everything you want, nothing you don't. A visual metaphor on the radio. I do deserve that. Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. The zero you deserve is finally here. At AT AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call. And teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone new and existing customers our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with... And I'm Jay Novacek. And we're both with... United Ag and Turf. Turf. The official tractor provider of the Dallas Cowboys. So, if you need a tractor to bale some hay, a mower to cut some grass, or a gator to get some chores done... Get a John Deere at United Ag and Turf. And then, let's get to work. Hey, Jay, that's my line. (laughs) Well, not today. Get to work with a John Deere tractor package that's just right for you and your budget. Visit UnitedAgandTurf.com. Back to Talking Cowboys. It's a great people, great pay replay here on Talking Cowboys. You've heard it already. Jason Witten has joined the Caliber Collision team. You can join him to do great work with great people and for great pay. You can apply right now. I, it's, an, it's, it's a process. Stuck. It is a process. Boom. Boom. You can apply right now at jobs at caliber.com. That's jobs at caliber.com. I see a little cheddar in there. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Yeah. Did you see that? That's the chippers. A couple of... Uh, like a couple of stacks in there. It's not the ESPN side of the table, though. Yeah. Mm, stop it. Mm, it is you not. You stop it. You know what it could be, though? Hey, we, can, we can dream, though. We, we always can dream. <laughs> 
It could always be the DraftKings side of the table. Our friends over at DraftKings have us again giving you our players to watch this week. Special thanks to DraftKings. Here's the four guys. We're going to start at the top. Who has C.D. Lamb? Because he's a little pricey. But if you look at the fantasy points per game, that man's 17.2 points per game. He's been looking pretty good and against a pretty downright bad opponent, right? Uh, uh, yeah, and you get what you pay for, guys. Mm. So you've heard that before. And, uh, yeah, man, you got to go with C.D. Lamb here. And C.D. Lamb was cooking biscuits the last time he faced the Giants. And so uh, four receptions, 94 yards, I believe. Or oh, is that 84? Oh, my, I can't see that. Mm. It's so, so small. But That's it's a okay. touchdown. Uh, either way. Either way, I'm going with C.D. Lamb. <laughs> I'm going with C.D. Lamb. I like it. C.D. Lamb. Uh, I chose Michael Gallup, and I think it's because that this offense is going to open it up over the top Ooh, a couple can. different times. They're going to do what we talked about in the last segment. They're going to utilize the play action. They're going to use mm. that play action, that underneath route, and then boom, they're going to hit Michael Gallup Ooh. over the top of the defense. And the running game's he was work. not available the first time they played the Giants, so they're not ready for Michael Gallup. He's at $1,500. You could go and get him on DraftKings Daily Fantasy. I think he's great. How about Dalton Schultz? Is it time for Schultz to have a rebound in fantasy? I think I absolutely I picked him. I absolutely think he does. Mm. Now I, it may be a little overblown his lack of production lately because okay Washington only three targets, one catch for four yards. But Saints five for forty three, Vegas seven for forty six, eight for fifty three. He's made some plays underneath, and as Dak talked about yesterday, yes they are putting a cap defensively on our offense and forcing us to take be patient, take the underneath stuff, and like you were saying, hit the big plays when they're there. Uh, so I think there's still going to be opportunities for Schultz to get going here. And while all these guys are making their good old claims and their pitches for why you should pick their guys, I'm mm. telling you guys to go out there and get yourself a nice little discount during this Christmas holiday season and go ahead and grab you a Corey Clement. We have a hobbled Zeke. We have a hobbled t- you know, a p- Tony Pollard. And what you can do right here is get yourself a Corey Clement. For the nice low price of $4,300. The opposing rank is 25th in the league. There's only 32 teams. Mm. Mm. These guys are at the bottom of the barrel. And if these guys want their guys to ball out, guess who has to ball out? Who? (laughs) Corey Clement. We just talked about play action. (laughs) So go ahead and get yourself a Corey Clement on sale right now. $4,300. What happens if Tony Pollard plays, though? He won't play as much as Corey Clement. Oh, okay. Whoa. Jumping out of the cake for Corey Clement here? the cake with pasties on it. Mm, Let's go. Gotcha. (laughs) DraftKings is the official daily fantasy sports partner of the Dallas Cowboys. And this Sunday, only you can play for free for over a million dollars in total prizes with your first deposit. (laughs) Just download the app today and play for free on DraftKings.com, the leader in daily fantasy sports. Well, Heckma's done for the day. Hey, I, I did the math. Corey ah. Clement is ranked number 59 on all running backs on DraftKings right don't, now. Don't, don't do 59. that. 59. Don't do that. You're trying to hurt my case, man. Of, and, and hashtag pasties. And, and by the way, those are the games at 12 and 3. So. <laughs> What are we doing in there? Heck was done. He's he's got a mental image he cannot shake. That's what that is. He cannot he's saying it with his chest, literally. I can't get it out of my head either now. That's not okay. It just happened. I kind of want to talk about Dalton Schultz a little bit here because Dalton Schultz in a contract year coming up in this offseason with a month to go. What do you need to see? 
from Schultz to ensure that he's worth the price tag that's surely going to come his way because like you said the numbers are a little overblown but how is he going to earn that price tag at the end of the year well i think just based off what they need him to do as i'm still reeling from that comment as well heck uh they need him blocking in space to help with this run game they they definitely need that element of it, and they we talked about the red zone one for one for six last week. They need him uh, as a threat down there as well because you know I think he's got he's had one touchdown after week four, so it's been a while. You know he's had one in there in the last couple months, so need to get him rolling. I think in those two areas. Yeah, our inability to attack the middle of the field, I think, has been really surprising over this stretch of six games. And whether it's teams are not blitzing us, they're dropping back in coverage or not allowing us to go over the top, whatever it is, we have just missed this opportunity uh, to get to the middle of the field. You said something about, you know, Zeke and his passing game, his ability uh, to catch passes out of the backfield. Attacking the middle of the field is going to be important. But Schultz, his blocking just hadn't been there. They they sprinkled in sprinkle. Uh, He hadn't been. Yeah, he hadn't he hadn't been much better, uh, obviously. But you know, from the tight end, we just need a lot more, and that's been a group that's been hurting, uh, and it's because of the injuries. And man, you know, we we talk a lot about Schultz and and kind of talk down to Jarwin, man, but he has maybe left a huge void in the tight end room with his injury. Yeah, Schultz has to block better, just like my guy Heckman just said. If you're a tight end in the NFL. <clears throat> that decides to be a type of tight end that puts his hand in the ground, a three-point tight end, that is, three fingers, boop, mm-hmm. and you can't block, then you can't be effective. Reason why, majority of his plays are going to come off of play action. Not many tight ends that line up with their hand in the ground just run routes straight from that position. Most of the time, you're either a, a, a attached tight end or you're a flex tight end. If you're a flex tight end, then you're more the Kelsey's and those guys that are just going to, they can route you up. Schultz is not a route you up type tight end. So if you're not a route you up type tight end, meaning that I can, I can route up your third best DB or I can route up your starting safety, then you have to be an attached tight end. And if you're attached tight end, then you need to be an extension of the offensive line. If you're blocking at the level that he's blocking right now, you're not going to be effective in the run blocking scheme. You're not going to be effective in a pass blocking scheme. And you're not going to get the play action because what? There's nothing to actually play action off of because they don't respect our run. So how does he turn that around in four weeks, though? Is that something that's possible to turn around? His effort in the first half of the season was substantially different than his effort now. I'm not going to say that he was an effective blocker, but I'm going to say it was very apparent of his his, trying. He was trying his best. And because he was trying his best as a defender, if you're a defensive end and I'm coming at you 100% every single time, now you might get me and be like, man, this dude's a little pest. But now when I come at you and I'm actually doing a play action, I fooled you. I have fooled you because you were there. You had the expectation that I actually had a chance of blocking you. Now, where's the energy? Yeah, it's so crazy, man. Because the traditional tight ends have changed in oh, the league. Choo, choo, choo. It is like, it, do they even have tradition? I mean, guys would come out of college and you know. 90s, 8, whatever it was, and, and they would have to be able to block. I mean, you're just like extended tackle, basically. Uh, a guy that has hands. Now, the the tight ends are pretty much extensions of the passing game. Mm-hmm. And 
Kyle Pitts. Exactly. Yeah. And, and I mean, I think the evolution of the position, I think, in the way that offensive coordinators are trying to get guys involved has changed so much that when you try to go back to that 12 purse and, and get guys back to being blockers, you see them struggle. And we've seen Schultz yeah. uh, struggle uh, mightily, uh, but at the same time, I think his value to us has never been his blocking ability. No, no, it's not at all. But, but it's the threat of it, right? I mean, and the thing is that sucks in this league, as we're talking about tight ends and the evolution of it, you know, guy, you have guys like my guy Mercedes Lewis. Mercedes Lewis is my, with my old teammates, and I played against him in college. He is the one. He's probably arguably the league's best blocking tight end. Mm-hmm. He's been that way for. And had like, hands. And he has hands. Yeah. But because he's so good at blocking, they they just kind of just just do away with the fact that he can catch until he met Aaron Rodgers. And now Aaron Rodgers is finding him on a consistent basis. But prior to that, if you were a good blocking tight end, guess what? You're just in a you're a sixth lineman now. And it's and, and so you're you're not seeing as many guys that can kind of swing and do both. As we talk about this swing tackle, you're not seeing many tight ends that can put their hand in the ground and block and be dependable there and be able to go out and get them and run on routes. I love this conversation because I think this is going to be a lot of the conversation that happens this offseason of is he worth the money? Because he's going to get paid, whether it's here or whether it's somewhere else. He's going to get paid at some point down the road. Question for you. If you would have cut the season at the halfway point, yes, would your offer be the same then as it would be now? Oof. No. No, I think he's – in that case, I think he's lost money in that What that percentage regard. would you say? Would you say he lost? That's tough to say. I would say uh, – 20%. I was going to say about 25%. 30%. Mm. Yeah, something like that. So Of what you would have offered him. Yes. I mean, he definitely has not played as well lately. The stats are still there. He's still providing an opportunity in the passing game. But with the tight end position that he plays, you need him to do so much more than that. All right. When we come back here on Talking Cowboys, we send our pickums again. Give us a call. Be a part of the show and join in on the Pickums 888-855-2297. Give us a call, 888-855-2297. We've got a new second-place person when we return here on Talking Cowboys. Is that you? No, nah, it ain't me. Oh. Mm. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. At AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call and teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone new and existing customers our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network's busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. The Cowboys way. Where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. 
Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Before there was a draft, you could size up a cowboy by three simple factors. The crease in his hat, the bend of his brim, and his unbending attitude. A man Stetson didn't just protect him from what life threw at him. It projected a rugged, unstoppable spirit. Stetson hats are still American-made with pride right here in Texas. They're still the unofficial crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find a retailer nearest you at stetson.com slash cowboys. Back to Talking Cowboys. Whether you're watching from home or you're cheering in the stands with Essilor lenses, you can see every exciting play. Book an appointment at your local Essilor experts and see what Essilor can do for you. See more, do more, Essilor on Talking Cowboys. Didn't have the solo shot. Chris is It was still oh, great. Chris is doing great things. Oh, he's, no, he's, he, no, he's getting us a call. He is doing oh, everything oh. he needs to do, Isaiah. Oh, give him an assistant. Chris give him an assistant. Oh. No, that's true. <laughs> If anybody, if anybody in that this building, classic. I've been waiting all week for that. If anybody in this building needs an assistant, it's, it's Chris CBZ. I know. Sure. Sorry, guys. Sorry. No, man, you're good. You it's okay. I don't feel you, bad. No, no. I don't feel bad for Chris, man. He's producing on the. Tell fly. you what, man. Chris, Chris is. Y'all don't be. Don't underestimate that guy, man. Chris is. He's something else, man. <laughs> Chris said something about me. I'm still being a little upset with Chris about oh. something he said. Oh. Right. Okay, if you're going to bring this to the no. air, I will oh. bring it to oh. the air. Oh. Oh. Well, Chris, say it with your chest, Chris. Okay. What? So, you or I said to him? What'd you say? Wait a minute, dog. Wait a minute. Do no, you think no, I, no, no, let him talk. Think I no. Let him talk. Who does he look like? Oh, what do you mean, who do I look like? Who does oh, he look, look like? Wait a minute. Don't, Chris, I'm telling you, you don't want to go CBZ, there, CBZ, do it. Who I am. I am. Like? Don't let him intimidate you, you CBZ. I swear to God. I'm, don't let him intimidate you, CBZ. He I'm in with. your house right now. Right, so Does he not look like Uncle Phil? <laughs> <laughs> Dog, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. Am I? Well, hold on a second, Isaiah. Isaiah, am I right? Am I right, Isaiah? Are you trying to draw me into this? Yeah, that's okay. Isaiah, am I right? I got cataracts. I got something for you, Chris. That's Lord's had me right. I got something for you. Get your ass I've been telling you. I've been telling you. I got something for you, dog. That's a Lord appointment. I don't like it. Kyle, Kyle, does not look like Uncle Phil? I mean. They both went to North Texas. I mean, I tell you what. Okay. You know what? Uncle Phil went to North Texas. Yeah, North Texas alum, my friend. No way. How about that? that? Freaking hey. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) You can bring it to there. I told him that one day. That's he's still so happened. I'm on you. Twitter, oh, Twitter man. is about right. to explode. I'm riding you like Zorro. I, I hope it explodes. is about to explode. That's funny. I cannot oh, wait for these side by side. Yes. Oh, I'm on you, dog. All right. Let's, uh, you know what, Heckma? It'll Dang make it. you feel better that you're now in second place. In hey. The hey. All right. Heckma nah. went five and one last week. <laughs> Rob went four and two. He is in third place. Uh, Lorena didn't have a great week. <laughs> Oh, Lorena went two and four. Ooh, how's oh, how's the trouble? So, okay. so the picks you gave her didn't work, huh? Well, I went five and one, so Ooh. my picks. Yeah, but you, you guys had to have different picks. Yeah, so exactly, I and I, true. I mean, it worked out. So Isaiah went four and two, had a good week as well. So you were back above five hundred overall. <laughs> so we've got still killing it in baseball. Heck, or, uh, I'm up top. Heckma's three games back. Rob is five games back. The fans are seven games back, and Isaiah is ten games back. Is this running through the playoffs? 
Sure. Sure. Okay. Why not? Yeah. All right. Good. Let's do it. Time, time, <laughs> time to make it up. I'm five games back. Who is our guest picker this week? We got Mike in Newton, Iowa. Mike in Iowa. What's up, Mike? How's it going, my friend? Oh, pretty good. Uh, my picks. My picks for this is. Uh, Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Talk about jumping out of the cage. Don't you didn't read the disclaimer. I love it. We're gonna go through them one by one. We got to be semi quick here, or else Chris is gonna cut us all off. Get work right now. All right, Raiders. I gotta hurry up get my pick here. Wow. Here we go, Mike. Raiders at the Browns. The Browns are a little undersung, and and they've got some COVID issues. The Raiders have had issues all year long. Who you got in that one? I got the Raiders. Got the Raiders on that one on the road. I'm going to take the Raiders on the road here as well. Raiders, too much Browns missing. There's a lot of stuff going on there. Isaiah? I think the Browns defense will figure it out. Ooh. Oh, he's zagging. Zigging and zagging. I'm going to go Vegas. Going with yes. Vegas. This is going to be a really fun one. How about the New England Patriots on the road after their eight straight wins against Indy, including the playoffs and taking Ooh. on the Colts? They've also won seven straight Period. So this it says Colts at Pats. It's Patriots. Oh, I flipped it. Yeah, it's it's Patriots at Colts. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I flipped it on the text message. My bad. Heck, who you got on that one? Um, both really good defenses. I'm gonna take the Patriots, man. Okay. Give me the hoodie. Taking the Patriots. Yes. Isaiah. Patriots. Mm. I want to go with, with you guys, but mm. I can't go against my old coach. I think it's about time the Patriots lose. Give me Jonathan Taylor and the Colts at home to get it done. All right, Mike, who you got? I got uh, I got the Patriots. Nine and four. That's a good pick. This one, it, you always say the toilet flushing game. Yeah. This is the ultimate toilet flushing game if the Lions were not available in the NFL. Texans at the Jaguars after Urban Meyer has been fired. He is gone. Both teams are at 2-11. and 11. These two teams are downright terrible. But Houston's won seven straight against Jacksonville. Rob, we'll start with you. Oh, I, you know. Ja- Jacksonville. Jacksonville coming off the uh, whatever happened this week. They're going to rally. Sure. Okay. Isaiah. Duval. Uh-oh. Going with the Jets. This already started. My little sister sent me a picture of Uncle oh, Phil. No. Oh, this is, no. Chris, I'm telling you, dog. You don't even, don't even worry about it. I got you for life, dog. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm going with the Jags, man. Uh, I'm going to go Texans on the road. Mike, who you got? I got the Jaguars. Let's go. Kyle's yeah. down two Jag- games already. Yeah, yeah that's terrible. What you think. Close the gap, mm-hmm. baby. Bengals at the Broncos. Both teams at seven and six. Denver has won three of their last four against Cincinnati. Isaiah, we'll start with you. I'm going to go with the places that you, where you can't breathe. So the Broncos. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike, who you got? Broncos. I'm going to take Denver as well. Dang it. Sorry. Hmm. Ooh, that's a tough one, man. All right, I'm going to go Broncos here as well. Okay. Broncos, I'm tired of picking Cincinnati. <laughs> I know. I, I picked them again last week, and they burned me, so I'm, I'm out on them for a little bit. Uh, the Falcons at the 49ers. San Francisco has lost eight of their last not, or eight of their last 11 home games at Levi Stadium. You picked the 49ers last week, so we'll let Isaiah go first. That's a correct pick. It was a right pick. I'm going with the 49ers. West mm, Coast. West Coast. Best Coast. Who you got? San Fran, baby. Yeah, give me San Fran. Oh, sorry. Oh. Mike, who you got? All right. 49ers. 
The Niners. I'm cheating too. Uh, yeah, the Niners need this one. Stay in Super Bowl run, so I'm going with it. I try to create separation. Can't, tried to. It didn't work, did it? All right, Cowboys at Who'd the you Giants. Pick? I picked the 49ers. Okay. <laughs> Not a lot of Zach this week. Can we all picks at the same time on this one? Do you want to just all yeah. do it on, on one, three? One, two, three. Cowboys. Cowboys. <laughs> yeah, Cowboys. <laughs> you, you, you looked at it, you went, gee. Uh, Mike, you who you got on this one? Uh, I got at the Cowboys for sure. Give us a score. Uh, uh, 35-17. That's a pretty good one. I was going to say 31-17. Cowboys 30-16. to 30-16? to 16. 43-14. Woo, blowout. A little oh, bit of 40 oh, burger. Oh, his confidence going to be all the way back <laughs> for the 40 burger. Dak's going to throw for 372 and 40. Oh, look three, at that. 372. If, it is, if it somehow ends up being 372 and four touchdowns, I'm going to lose my mind because you that should. would be hilarious. Buy lottery up in here. Up Mike. In here. From Iowa, <laughs> thank you so much for your time today. We will talk to you soon, and thanks for being such an avid supporter of the show, my friend. Yeah, thank you very much. It's the first time I liked it. So you guys be safe and be careful. Watch your back. Oh, right on. Thank Go you, Mike. Watch some fresh prints, baby. Woo. What's going on, Mike? Uh, <laughs> What's up? All right, Uncle Phil, who you got for your score prediction? Wow. Yeah. Wow. I promise you, this is going to end badly for all parties involved. <laughs> I didn't say a word, heck. I'm either. telling you, dog. This is this, is this is where we get to. I got cataracts. I didn't let CBZ draw me in this I got cataracts. No, he yeah. was trying to drag this? Yeah. Essilor, help me. <laughs> cataracts. What do you got on your score? Uh, 44-20. Mm, another 40. Oh, that's the same score as the first game. Huh, I love go. it. We run it back. <laughs> run it all the way back. All right, guys, that's it for us here on Talking Cowboys. Hope you had some fun with us today. Of course, we'll be back to break it all down for you on Monday, 9 a.m. Central Time, right back here from the Star in Frisco. For Chris Beam, for Rob Phillips, for Isaiah Stanback, and Heckma Harrison, I'm Kyle Yeomans. Heckma, what do we say on Fridays? Cowboy Nation, I hope your team wins! This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this,